Thank you for choosing to listen to this message. At Coastal, we believe in changing and enriching lives through the power of the Word. We pray that this message would be a blessing to you. Uh, <clears throat> number three, uh, in the appearances of Jesus, you have uh, the uh, Sunday evening, and then you you uh, have the next Sunday, and um, this this one here, in which he will spend time with his disciples and uh, work with them. Um, so let's uh, let's begin. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I think there's seven altogether. I don't know if you're counting. I think there's seven of them altogether. Um, two of them we don't have the names for. We're going to guess at them if you want to. Um, but just, the, the, it feels to me like this is a ragtag group. I mean, we, we didn't have a scheduled meeting. Uh, and here, here Jesus shows up, some important things are going to happen, and we're not all there. And we got seven, seven of them there. Uh, and um, two, two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish. And somehow that rings so true to me that Peter, who doesn't know what to do, goes back to what he is familiar with, and that is the fishing. If there's anything he can do, it's fish. And so he goes back to fishing. And, uh, but the thing about it is, the, the whole group follows him. He, he, he like announced to the group, I'm going to go fishing, but he's such a born leader in many ways. And uh, it's not clear to me. Uh, we'll uh, deal with some of that again tonight. Um, but, but, but that's what, that's, he, and so he leads them to fishing. And so they're, they're going to be uh, fishing together. Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. What do you mean? They don't have a better idea. Yeah, and, and so they're, they're going to go fishing. Yeah. Did you ever see that, what was that movie? I, I think it was about God. He said, this is, this is God calling, and he talks. And, and a guy goes in, and she's shaving, and, says, and God tells him, well, it's a good thing to do something you're familiar with if you're under a lot of stress. And that's kind of the way I feel about Peter here, is he's just doing something that, just because he's under this great stress, the loss of his closest friend, which is Jesus Christ himself, and just the belittlement of which we will really work on tonight, his belittlement of denying Jesus three times because he said that he wouldn't. Okay, <clears throat> we'll go with you. They, they went out and got into a boat, but that night they caught nothing. In the book of John, 
you have to have the presence of Jesus to do any catching. Okay? <laughs> Get Jesus in the boat with you. <laughs> Go ahead, Daryl. As I was reading this, you also see the light in the darkness. Yes. They, 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 they've, been, they've been in the night now, and uh, now uh, it's, it's going to dawn here in a minute. It's going to dawn here. Uh, but they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not recognize that it was Jesus. So, and again, now we're still early. Uh, there, no telling what what was the problem there. But the the, the worst thing is uh, they don't really expect him. It it just hasn't dawned on them yet. And I notice that about the church. I'm try, I'm really, I really work at learning names and that kind of thing. But if you see one of these people that's from church out sometimes, you can't tell who they are because they're out of place. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call them. they're out of place. Yeah. And uh, some, okay. Uh, but uh, that, that's another thing here that you, you they, don't, they don't expect to find Jesus on the shore. Um, the, the resurrection really hasn't gotten into them. They, they've had these experiences, okay, but it hasn't really become part part of them yet. Uh, it will, it will. Uh, so uh, they do not realize that it was Jesus, okay? And I thought that's what Joan was trying to get across, that you, 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 you have these experiences and you don't necessarily see the Lord in them. Okay, but now, but he's there nonetheless. Here he is uh, showing up on the shore. Yep, yeah. I love that, that Nathan story. You know, Nathan's explaining why he's mad at the prophet for not healing him. He said, well, I thought he would come out and move his hands over this and do some hocus pocus. That's what he was looking for. And, and the great prophet sent his servant. <laughs> it's a great story, okay, but he expected this and he got that. And the that was better than the this. Because nine times out of 10, we don't know to ask for the best. We ask, okay, enough of that. Let's go to uh, our next uh, slide there. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? Th this is really hard to uh, translate here. Uh, actually, the, the one commentator I liked reading on it had the best one. He said, boys, <laughs> but, it's, but, but it didn't mean to put them down now. It wasn't a put them down, but it's, it's a very familiar call. Uh, and if you've been around guys that work a lot, uh, uh, they, they have ways in which they do things and they talk in different, that's what, the, that's what Jesus is doing to them. He's talking to them, okay? Uh, have, you, have you caught any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they've, they've, been, they've been fishing on the starboard side and 
No, they've been fishing on the port side. They've been on the left side, yeah, and now they're going to get on, on, the, on the right side. Um, now, there is a resistance for commentators, just so you know this there, for, for uh, commentators to count this as a miracle. And the reason that is is because they want to keep it to, to seven miracles in John. This is number eight here if you count this one. No, this is it. Yeah, oh, no. No, you'll find that great resistance. Oh, no, Daryl wants to toss. Okay, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said that before. Okay, so, we, so we're going to go with the eight. We're going to go with the eight. And they argue that, see, with the perspective that Jesus has from the shore, that he can actually see the shoal of fish. That's a, and never mind, okay. It's not, it's not worth all your trouble to do, to do all that, okay. Throw your net on the right side and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the Lord's number of fish. Then the disciple, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, it is the Lord. There he is again. Is it, but isn't this the best statement ever? It is the Lord. I mean, it, it is, you know, it's like the best statement ever. And, and on top of that, there's a resurrection pile in there too. You know, you get, oh man, you can't beat this. But think of the discovery that they have now. And of course, it's, it's uh, the catch of fish triggers him. It triggers him. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and, okay. Then the disciple whom, uh, it is the Lord. Uh, as soon as Simon Peter heard him, him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off and jumped into the water. Is it this typical? I mean, this is just what we've seen with the uh, tomb, especially the tomb, you know. Uh, Peter gets outrun there, um, but John didn't go in, and here, Peter, yeah, he, he just dived right in. And here he is, he's diving right in again. And I, he said, I can't wait for the abuse I'm going to get when I get to the shore. Because <laughs> he's going to get it, okay? He's going to, Jesus is going to talk to him. Uh, I forget exactly what case it was, but one place Jesus says to a man, uh, I got something to say to you. <laughs> Boy, I would hate the Lord to say that to me. Oh, yeah, cause, yeah, here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. Uh, then, and they, cause they were not far from shore, about 100 yards, okay? So that gives us some perspective as to where they were when they recognized it was Jesus and, and where Jesus is, okay? Uh, they, went, they went fishing, but they recognized Jesus. And uh, now let's go and... Uh, Go to our next slide. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish. So we not only have fish, we got large fish. And there's, 
153 of them. And this just drives commentators mad trying to figure out what the 153 is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah what? I'm sorry? No, yeah, but, but John always has one level of understanding. He always has another level of understanding, okay? Nicodemus comes by night, so you know that Nicodemus came in the dark, okay? but he was actually in the dark as a person. Oh, okay, you, but you get the idea. And so, but this one drives them mad. They can't, and uh, one guy says that there's like 153 nations or something. I know, I know, it just gets a little, you, you, just, some of that. One guy said there was 153 in the village. Oh, okay. I thought you meant that that was a simple that they were going to win all the 153. Uh, anyway, okay, uh, but, but just, just know that when you're reading or you read somebody talk about this, they, they want to explain that, and uh, I have no idea, okay? Uh, but even with so many, the net was not torn. That's, that's really the big thing there, I think, uh, for us to learn that... Uh, you can, you can make this big catch, and you'll take care of it just fine. Don't worry. I'm sorry? Yes. Uh, we better not go there. Uh, but, yeah. But there, there is a message here that the net wasn't broken, you, you, you'll think it's too much, but you'll be fine. No, and, and, and the Lord has done this, the catch, so that you can have the catch. And Coastal's okay. Coastal's okay. It's not going to break, no. It's better than okay. <laughs> oh, no, it's better than okay, guys. I've been around a little bit around churches, though. It's better than okay. Hey, thank you. Thank you. This is a sweetheart here. That's a sweetheart. I came here. I heard other people say the same thing about this church. I came here. I was in the back pew or back chair over there, and I just wept. Because I had come into the, to the intimacy of love. And Joan wasn't with me. I didn't say a word to her. Not a word about it. Said, well, you just have to come and we'll, you go with me next Sunday. She went over. Guess what she did? She wept right there. Because there was this terrible sense of love. And just, we'll, 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 we'll just play it out, Pastor. Okay? We'll just play it out. See where it goes. Amen. Amen. No telling. Okay, let's go to the next. Uh, uh, Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Oh, what a wonderful, what a wonderful thing. Bacon and eggs and fried potatoes. Yeah. None of them dared ask him, who are you? They, they've, they've figured it out and... and uh, but, the, but they wouldn't ask that question. It's interesting to me the questions they don't ask as well as the questions that they do ask. I'm talking about disciples. Yeah. 
uh, when, when uh, Jesus was talking to the woman at the well and they came back, they wouldn't ask him what he wanted talking to that woman. They wouldn't ask him that. They, okay, uh, they, they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. And I don't know if you've ever cooked on an open fire like that, but your bread would be like a, a, a I've, I've done that with tortillas, you know, uh, be out with a bunch of Mexicans and, and uh, they'll just throw that tortilla right on the open coals and, and turn it over, you know, quickly turn it over and, and take it off of there. So that, that would be the kind of bread that they would have. And of course, the fish would be the same way. But you learn to eat that fish uh, and spit the bones. Yeah. If you do that, if you're hungry and you do that, yeah, you, you'll, you'll handle it. But that's what, that's what, they're taking it right off the fire and, uh, and eating it. Or should I say Jesus feed them? But, and I guess we can make too much of that, okay? But Jesus is giving his disciples sustenance, okay? They're going to need it for the days ahead, but he's giving them sustenance. He's feeding them. Okay. <clears throat> okay, let's go to our, our next uh, slide. When they had finished eating, <clears throat> Jesus said to Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Okay, now I know. Now comes the real stuff. We've, we've had our night fishing, and we've had our breakfast. It's time to begin now. And that's what he, what he said. Um, we, we, we don't know how much to make of this, okay? Some commentators are really interested in it. Others are not. And that is the different use of the word for love here. And... Uh, so what, what Jesus asked him is using the word agape. Do you agape me? And remember now, everything is contingent on our love for him. Everything comes out of love. Everything's contingent on our love for him. And he's asking Peter, giving him the big uh, weighty word for love. Do you love me? And Peter cannot answer that without adding a different word for love. He, he, he just can't bring himself. This is part of his honesty and part of his embarrassment here. And, and you, you have to understand. Yeah, you have to let him have that, okay? But Jesus is calling him to come up. Can you hear? I want you to hear. He, he's calling him to come up. You denied me three times, but can you say that you have that great love? And Peter, what? Can't do it. And so he says, filio. He's filio. Jesus comes back, trying to do it again, and uses the word gopi. Let me see. Uh, uh, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? 
yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you and uh, that, that you're my friend would be the way we would say that, okay? I brought a, a translation tonight, but I don't think it's worth us reading that. It just might confuse us and that kind of thing. Okay, he said, but you, you know that I love you. And, and Jesus said, anyway, anyway, even though he did not answer the question Jesus asked, Jesus gave him the task anyway. Can you see that? Feed my lambs. Now, uh, while the words for love is going to descend, we'll see that in a minute. Th this saying ascends. As you, as you go, you, you get that too. Yeah, it, it, it ascends. He'll go up from there. Uh, but even, now, even though Peter did not answer the question he was asked, he did the best he could, Jesus accepts it and still instructs him. Okay, give, give him a job. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Oh, uh, the these, let me see. Uh, Simon, son of John, do you love me more? The these, oh, I'm glad you're thinking. Most people, yeah, most people just see the idea of the, of the disciples. We'll, we'll come back to that, okay? But it's the boats and the fishing, maybe. What, all I'm saying is you can't identify what the these is, are. I'm not sure how to say that. But you, but you, you, you can't, the, the language does not tell us what the these are. Sometimes you can, okay. <clears throat> Uh, again, uh, Jesus said to him, Sign. Oh, and so, so go ahead. Wouldn't those these be opened like that because it's, it's encompassing of everything? So people. It can be. It can be. Yeah. It, all I'm saying is you. You've got to love the Lord above everything. Huh? It could. Yeah. Uh, there's a strong case that he's talking about the disciples there because if you, if you, if you remember, uh, he said he would, he would not ever deny Jesus, that, and it's going to come up again, okay, uh, even though the rest did. Okay, so that may be where Jesus is, and boy, this is, now, this is starting to, 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 to weigh on him. Okay, yeah, Joey. What it says to me is, if he's using the word agape, would he say to you agape fish? Or would he say to you agape, no. use that in the term of people? No, 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 the agape is for Jesus alone. Right. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you love me more? Than these, and 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 I just want to say we can't really say what the these is. I'm putting away toward the disciples because. Yeah. 
But we do have the, the previous denial. And you can make connection with the coal fire, too. Because if you remember in his denial, there was a cold fire there. But he, okay. Go ahead. That's See? my job, that's yeah. my livelihood, that's what I know. And like you said, it was a mindless task he knew how to do. He had no idea. Okay, why did Jesus leave us? But we know he's risen, we've seen him. But yeah, but what, what, what does that mean even he there? Yeah. He told me what to do, so I'm just going to yeah. go back to what I know. Amen. And Jesus is trying to steer him and give him his new assignment. Oh, for sure, you got that nailed down. Okay, this is a call for, G, uh, for uh, Peter uh, to come to Jesus. This is his come to Jesus call. Because he's been out there now. He's been out there. And the seed has anointed him, right? And, and, and yeah, he, well, no, he, yeah he's, remember, he's not a coward. But he, he needed to fight to fight. When it come to that cold fire and that little maiden, he didn't do very good. Didn't have that fight. There was no hot blood there. You know, there, it wasn't that threat. To, okay, but you get the idea. And, and, a lot, and I'm going with that. I'm going by uh, that fire, and, and Jesus is, is around the fire here. Besides, what can be better than for a bunch of guys to get around the fire? Oh, come on. That's great stuff there. Uh, Jesus again asked him, uh, uh, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And that's, again, he, the second time is agape, the second time, okay? And he answered, Lord, you know that I love you. I mean, you're my friend, Filio. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. There's, a little, there's an added responsibility there. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's an ernatted now. It's not just lambs, sheep. Let's go to the next one. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? That's filial. And, and this is the sweet thing about Jesus here. When he finally, Jesus, realizes that Simon Peter is not going to step up there quite yet, he will. In his life, he will. He'll get there. Jesus uses his own terms on him. And I just find this just terribly sweet and caring that Jesus would call. If something happened to me, that he'd call me back in the most sweetest and understanding terms possible. Yes. And, and it probably took him three times to get, to get it. We, we get it, we get it here. But that's the beauty of Jesus here. I mean, he's he just beautiful here. And when I say, John wants you looking into his face, I hope you can see his face around this fire, because John wants you to look right into his face and see how loving and caring he is for this man who denied him three times. How love. 
uh, Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time. Of course, this is, this is, yeah, okay, all right. This is ringing his bell, okay, because this is him. Yeah, yeah. Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Again, he's not stepped up all the way to the original words that Jesus used talking to him, okay? But we got it. Uh, and then the last one is feed my sheep. Again, it's added responsibility. The mature of the flock as well as the lambs of the flock are under his care. Okay? All right. Uh, in you love me more than these. Uh, and that's, uh, that's the question. And... Uh, and we need to answer that with, with, with Jesus. Okay, <clears throat> three, we got that three times. Uh, okay, the task, uh, it, it, it's all a task of love. How much do you love Jesus? Um, love changes us. Love changes us. Now, let's go back a few years, 1985, um, Bono wrote a song for B.B. King. And the song is, When Love Comes to Town. Yeah. Amen. Changes everything. I did what I did before love come to town. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So what we love shapes our lives for us. Okay? All right. All right, let's go to our next... Uh, Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your, your hands and someone will dress you and lead you to where you don't want to go. <laughs> you got to be careful of that. Yeah. Now, this is the reason a lot of the commentators believe that you have the extra ending, is this, this, this passage right here. Uh, that this was uh, put on because there was some confusion uh, in the church as to uh, what John's call was, what Peter's call was, and that kind of thing. Uh, so, uh, lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said uh, to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. So he's, he, he's, he's talking to uh, Peter here, and let's go to the next uh, slide, okay? Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had led back, who leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is going to betray you? Then Peter saw him and asked, what about him? So Peter was getting some idea where Jesus was taking him in terms of his life and in terms of his death. He's kind of getting some of that. And what's what's the first thing he does? Yeah, how about, how about this guy? <laughs> so 
and, and that's kind of a normal response that we'll take every, every once in a while. We'll be uh, worried about what, what somebody else you know, ought to be doing and that kind of thing, all right? Um, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. And that's the, that's the key right there because some people thought that the Lord would come back before John dies, and he was straightening this up, okay, um, to make sure you understand that Jesus didn't say that. Jesus did not say that. And uh, so he, he wants to uh, leave it open. Um, but he said, if I want him to remain until I return, I w- that'll, that'll be fine, okay? But if not, okay, what is that to you? You must follow me. No matter what anybody else does. And this is sometimes a hard thing for us uh, to get in, into our head that God has a life prepared especially for us. And he, he's always calling you into that life and wants you to live that life. Uh, and and here, here's what you have. doesn't matter what anybody else does. You need to live the life God has for you. You are not an accident. You are not an accident. You are here because God intended you to be here. You are alive because God intended for you to be alive. And you must follow him to get that real life, okay? Okay, let's end our book. Because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that this disciple would not die. But Jesus did not say that, that he would not die. He only said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? See, so he's clearing the air here and um, making room for uh, Jesus not to come back before he dies because he's getting pretty agey here. He's probably feeling death snooping around the door anyway. And so uh, he wants to make sure, there must have been some confusion in the church, the early church is what I'm saying, as to what would happen to him. This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. And we know that his testimony is true. Who's that? John, John, yeah, and, and John is like the uh, the wizard, um, like he he knows stuff. He he knows what Jesus said to the woman at the well. Although there's only two people there, but he knows this. He, he's a wizard. He knows all this stuff. And what did he do? He gave it to us. He gave it to us. Okay. Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? We got, uh, Jesus did many other things as well. Remember, he's very, John's very selective. He just picked out a few things uh, that Jesus did, and not many. Others have recorded many, 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 many more. Uh, if every one of them were to be written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have the room for the books that would be written. And so we end with, with the idea of the 
whole world. Keep that in mind, okay? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. And at the end, he has the whole world in mind here. And uh, we've got Simon Peter called back into the fold now because Jesus gave him the title Rock Man when he first met him. And he's been anything but a rock until now. Now he'll start being that rock man, okay? All right, we are, are we finished? We good? Let's, let's, oh, let's, thank you, thank you. You have been sturdy, you have finished the course. Let's thank God for his word. Lord, we uh, thank you for the Bible itself and the miracle of the book itself. Uh, we thank you for that. But specifically, uh, our, our attention has been drawn to John lately. And so we want to thank you for the disciple John. And we want to thank you for your inspiration to him uh, to take on this task and to do this work and preserve this great stuff for us to have. And we want to thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.